This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders. You're accepting of whatever comes your way. You are being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey, where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being, and hopefully you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. And we've been doing a lot of work around it lately. Um, with a lot of writing. We've got a course coming up, actually, about emotional wealth. And we've exciting. Been, it is exciting. I know. We've been because we've been we've been working with this concept for a few years, Claire, haven't we? But it's I think we're kind of really delving into it at the moment. And we thought it'd make a good topic for podcast because we want to bring it to the world. Um you know, with a view to sort of getting more people on board, being more emotionally wealthy. Because, um, you know, we talk a lot about sort of things we want to work on or things we want to change in our life. But actually, this concept of emotional wealth is, we found it really interesting because wealth is about, you know, abundance. enrichment, abundance, having something in plentiful supply. Mm. And as human beings, I don't know about you, Claire, but I'm definitely in plentiful supply of emotions. <laughs> don't even know oh, yeah. about me. Yeah. <laughs> um, unfortunately, or fortunately, <laughs> I am with you there. I think fortunately, I am definitely with you there. <laughs> and, you know, I think we are, aren't we? We're all in plentiful supply of emotions. And I think that's the great thing about being a human being but we don't always see it that way mm. and some of us are more kind of open and tuned into that side of ourselves some of us are kind of maybe less inclined to recognize that about ourselves but there's no getting away from it I, I think you know what I'm starting to realize is that we are we are emotional beings we are also rational beings but I think there's a balance there but I think mm. in the historically maybe what we've done is we've sort of focused more on the rational and this yes. idea that emotions are they're a bit inconvenient sometimes or you know they're kind of oh no don't let your emotions you know don't let them get the better of you or we we talk a lot about and I see this a lot on social media actually a lot about learning to control emotions yes which I find really interesting but we our take sort of slightly different with this isn't it where looking at working with emotions and to do that we have to acknowledge them we have to accept them easy to say <laughs> yeah hard to do hard to but do. yeah for some aspects I think what you were saying there about people it, you do you hear it a lot about I want to control my emotions I actually think what I, I do wonder if people actually mean, 
I want to be in control, not the emotion, because they feel that the emotion's the thing that's in control. So that side of it, I get that side of it, we can and we should always be in control. But our emotions, we shouldn't be scared of sharing them and it shouldn't be like that. But unfortunately, yeah, we've often grown up with that. You don't get taught the emotions are information. You don't get taught that, oh, what what is it? What are you feeling right now? Oh, that's really good. Okay, so what's that telling you? We don't get taught this from a young age. And actually we get taught to, yeah, um, you know, pull yourself together. You get taught to, well, if you're going to just go and cry, well, nobody's going to listen to you then, are they? Well, if you want to cry, cry. And that's the whole point of it, because actually your emotion's telling you that. But yeah, it can be difficult. And we know this, you know, just um, having just worked on a newsletter and some part of that, we ended up having a conversation and I cried twice. <laughs> It's like, here I go again. And it's like, but actually it's because, it's because it means a lot. Things that are going on for us when they are really heightened, the emotions that are really heightened within us, they're very important to notice. And I think it's just, it's not our go-to place. Our go-to place is dampen it. Forget about it. Do something else to distract myself from it. And it's really funny. Oh, well, it's not funny, ha-ha. Um, it's funny, peculiar, as my mum would say. Is it funny, ha-ha, funny, peculiar? It's funny, peculiar. I've been away with a friend and she's going through a bit of a difficult time, depression. And she sat there and said, I feel numb. I don't feel anything but then burst into tears and I actually tried to talk to her about it and was saying so what is going on for you I feel really sad and it's funny because feeling numb and feeling sad very different and feeling sad telling you something and it's just that we want we don't want to feel sad we don't want to feel sad we want to be happy we want to be laughing and joking you know, I know she she would love to be the life and soul of the party. It's just not where she is at this point in time. She usually is. She's just not where she is right now. But she feels that that's wrong. And actually, it's not. She's been through a lot. And I think what she's done is thought, right, that's done that. I've done with that now. You know, my grief, all of that, I've done put that away and actually she's not she's not dealt with it and this happens all the time sorry mojo's just coming saying hello hi mojo no darling a little itchy bum <laughs> you're a little itchy monkey aren't you <laughs> he knows um and but it's like dogs dogs have emotions if dogs are bored they'll come and tell you you know if dogs are angry they'll tell you they'll just go with it don't you darling yeah as, as human beings we don't and she was very much going oh don't I, why why is this still affecting me 
And I'm just like, there's been a lot of grief. There's been a lot of hurt and upset for her lately. You know, she's gone through a lot. And actually what is happening is she started settling. She started to settle in to where she is at this point in time in her life. And the grief's coming up. And it's like, it's not done with. It's not, oh, you've had a month to grieve. You've had a year to grieve. You know, it can come across at any point. So actually her feeling sad is because she's not dealt with it. And I also suspect that because she's not dealt with this stuff, this is part of why she's also feeling depressed. And it's affected her mental health because it does. Because when we suppress things, it impacts on us and it impacts on our mental well-being. It can impact on our body. Just the same as it would with your health. So if you don't look after your body, it will start to niggle for you. There'll be things that you start to do. So like you've got, you know, you've hurt your ankle. You keep running on it. Keep running on it. It's not going to heal while you keep doing that. So you don't. So why do we do it to our minds? Why is it that when we are getting told something isn't right for us, when we are being given information because our emotions keep coming up like this, that we don't actually listen to them? The reason we don't is because we're not taught to do that, because we're taught to get them under control, put them away, don't feel it. Oh, you know, that happened years ago. Yeah, but I'm only actually processing it right now, right here and now. And that's this whole premise of emotional wealth is things will crop up and they'll keep cropping up, cropping up for us if we do not deal with them. does that make sense it makes perfect sense you've reminded me of something that i read the other day mm. by the very wonderful susan david who wrote the book emotional agility oh yeah love psychologist her. and she, it said research on emotional suppression shows that when emotions are pushed aside or ignored they get stronger yeah and psychologists have a term for this they call it amplification so it's exactly what you're describing there and like you say with your physical health there's no way that you know a doctor or you know kind of a a clinician would sort of say oh yeah yeah just keep you know ignore that well you know you hurt your ankle ages ago you should be over that by now (laughs) it's nonsense isn't it yeah you know And, and I think this so to me what I find interesting is this idea, what I said at the beginning about, you know, we're rational and we're emotional. So we are emotional as human beings. So it seems rational to me that we should therefore pay attention to our emotions. What's ridiculous, actually, <clears throat> or what's actually inconvenient. Let's turn this thing on its head. You know, this idea of emotions being inconvenient, they cloud your judgment, they affect your intelligence, all that. no what's ridiculous is <laughs> not paying attention to them yeah is you know the cloud comes when yeah. the fog comes when we're not listening to it you know it's a bit like your friend there that you were describing you know she's she's going through all this mm. um but actually it's like you say it's because she's not done the work yet because she wasn't ready to yeah 
and and now probably what's happening is something within her is sort of saying you're you're ready to do this now yeah you know just 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 listen just listen to what what I'm telling you you know Mm. and and we can do we can do something with this and and I think it's it's not about it's not ever about eliminating things it's not ever about making things go away and I think that's the other thing isn't it discomfort you know things that we might be feeling that you know we don't like it <laughs> like you say we're kind of we're, we're taught to sort of that's bad this is good but we know that we can't define things in that way they're all mm. just happening they're all just information and and I know this sounds really abstract and it's really easy to kind of just talk about it we both know from a personal level you know, we're just sort of scratching the surface with a lot of this for ourselves, aren't we? And I was sharing something with you this morning about, you know, I've always considered myself to be an emotional person. I've always been told I'm too sensitive, mm. this kind of thing. And that has had an impact on the way that I've behaved and, and done stuff in the past. But my own kind of emotional wealth journey is, is really only just beginning in many ways even though I'd consider myself to be someone who's tuned in, what I've realised is that I'm not really. It's just that I'm aware of it, but haven't actually done the work to uncover what it is that these emotions are telling me. Or when I'm in a certain situation and something crops up and I'm having this feeling, I'm aware of it, but I don't really know what it's about. And I think that's the difficult bit, that kind of sort of, that, that listening in and sort of understanding and we talk a lot about curiosity don't we you know having that sort of oh so rather than kind of suppressing or pushing or resisting it's having that mindset where we kind of go oh, I wonder what that's about mm. wonder where that's coming from and not necessarily needing to know straight away because <laughs> then we torment ourselves with that don't we I was going yes. to ask the question I know the answer and now I can move on yeah you know, real simple. I found it was that simple, yeah. yeah. And I think that's that's where the challenge is for us. So for your friend, for me, for you, for all of us, it, it, it's a work in progress. Yeah. Well, like you were saying about this discomfort, so let's put that into the physical form again. So you've got a runner, a marathon runner. You're not telling me they run that marathon with no discomfort whatsoever. You can see it. You can see it in their faces. They don't go, oh, I'm I'm in discomfort now, right? That's me, stopped. You would never get anybody doing the marathon if that was the case. Mm -hmm. You know, you push your body, like, so that you start to do more. You push your body. Marathon runners do so that they can run that amount of miles. And it's something that really does help them. And actually what they do is they embrace that discomfort. They let it be part of it because it's part of the process. That's the whole point with our emotions. The discomfort is part of the process because what it's doing is the emotion could be telling you that you're not living an authentic life. You're not being who you really are. You're suppressing your real self. And that's why you've got these feelings. It could be that you're grieving. So you've lost something that you've loved. There's change happening. That's always going to be uncomfortable. 
always going to be uncomfortable, but actually that means you've had something really important and that should be celebrated, you know, and you're allowed to miss that and you're allowed to feel the discomfort of that. So let yourself feel that discomfort. I think that that's the big thing. We This is what I said, we're not taught this. I love what you said. You're really right there. The rational aspect is, oh, I'm feeling this. What is going on for me? Rather than, oh, you know, you shouldn't be feeling that. Oh, put that away, you know. It's weird. I mean, obviously, we're both coaches. When somebody comes to me and asks a question, they burst out crying. I know that it's something important. I don't want them to stop crying. It's cathartic. Get it out. What are we learning from this? It's giving them this really, really important information. The last thing I would ever do is go, oh, you need to stop crying. You're being too emotional. And yet, yeah, got told that a lot. Because it can come out in different ways. There's different things that are going on. And I'm not saying it's always okay to burst into tears. It's not always okay to act through your emotion. But it is important to take notice of it. That's the big thing. It's important to take notice of it and to understand it. And so if we can't in that moment, then it's about sitting with that later and going, why what was it what was that about what made me angry what made me anxious what made me guilty what made me sad what made me happy even it's funny because we never feel we never have this conversation when people are feeling really happy Mm. people are really great at you know embracing the emotions that they feel are good like happiness joy laughter all of that it's always the ones that are the difficult ones, but actually the, those that are the difficult ones, they're the ones that we really need to take notice of. And that conversation that where you were going with this and about how you used to feel, it was really important when you said, you, you said you had this epiphany and it's this big thing and yet, there's no big change. And it's like, no, there's not, because that work's going to take time to do and it's little changes and it's lots maybe of little changes. But just the little things can make a huge impact for us. And in fact, sometimes it's those that get overlooked. We deal with the big changes because they're there smack in front of us. You know, we can't avoid them because they're so big so we notice that what we don't notice is those little changes that actually can really mean we're living our life the values that we hold we're living it from that point that we're able to deal with those emotions in a really good way when they come up and when we're dealing with somebody else because we are in control of that emotion because we know where it's coming from we know why it's there so actually then we take full control of that we're in command you know we're assertive and going okay this is how I'm feeling right where do I go with this you know somebody's pressed a button somebody's being really funny with you and it's making you feel not good 
but in an assertive way you can go and address that with them maybe you ask them the question why is it you're speaking to me like that maybe it's these boundaries that we put on ourselves and we just go I'm sorry I'm not prepared to listen to you at the minute because until you lower your voice talk to me in a rational way or anything like that there's lots of things it's about that's our control and it's powerful that's why we have this it's emotional wealth there's a power behind it it's a huge power behind it because we're in charge of our own wealth of emotions we build on that wealth of emotions we can access them we can deal with them we can know where it is that we need to go with them that's the power and it's really vital that we move that forward it's really vital that we start to understand that change that you were on about that actually it's only rational for us to take notice of them if some of the themes we've covered here resonate for you and you'd like to discover how to be more emotionally wealthy well we've got some exciting news We've got an online course coming up that could be just for you. So to find out more, just connect with us on Instagram or Facebook, 3B Wellbeing, or email us, drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. It's Claire and Sue at weare3b.org.